Yo, Mel, do you TikTok? God, no, I'm way too old. <laughs> if you're too old, I'm too old, but I TikTok. Really? <laughs> Coming up on today's show, we have the one and only Georgia Wiley. And Tam and I are talking to her about Perth Feast. And she's a TikTok sensation. We're going to learn something. Let's mm. go. Welcome to Behind the Clipboard, event experts empowering you to throw killer events for your business, workplace, social circle and beyond. We're giving you the Insider Toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events, it's time to open the backstage curtain and unleash your world of events expertise. Okay, welcome back to the green room. And today we have a very special guest by the name of Georgia Wiley. Georgia's due to graduate uni at the end of this year, majoring in public relations and digital social media. But she's one of those people that gets up and goes and is already working as a social media coordinator for the art group, who are known for some of Perth's most loved bars and pubs. More notably, Georgia is the creator of Perth Feast, which has an audience on TikTok of 17,000, which, get this, she's grown over three short months. Wow. Georgia, welcome to the show. Congrats. And tell us a bit more. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. I feel really honoured. Um, yeah, look, Perth Feast was a bit of a, a random creation during a lockdown. And I thought I was finding myself, I wasn't doing any like my creative stuff anymore, which really bugged me. I was all tied up in uni. I was in my like first final sem. And I was like, I'm not doing anything that I love anymore. And I'm one of those people that if I'm not doing something that I love, I get like a bit angry. Like I was like, <laughs> what, what can I do? How can I change it? So I was talking to mum. My mum's like my best friend, my manager, everything, you know, always go to good old mum for help. And she said, well, like you're always eating out and everyone keeps saying to you, oh, where did you go for this? Oh, where should I go for that? And she was like, you know, you're always constantly sending messages to people saying like, oh, try this place out. And she was like, why don't you make somewhere where someone can just go on there and look at it? And I was like, hmm. Not a bad idea. So during lockdown, um, I decided to make Perth Feast Instagram. So that was late April. And I started basically just uploading the places that were open during lockdown to help them, you know, get a bit of business. Obviously, the hospitality industry has just been hit so hard with COVID and lockdowns. So I was like, well, if I can do that and help them, you know, get a bit more business. Sure, I didn't have many followers, but it was still getting people talking. People were sharing on their like stories. So it was it was something, you know, it's better than nothing and just sitting at home and not doing anything. So I was pretty happy with that. But of course, I was like, I'm not happy enough. What else can I do? Yeah, you're one of those people, <laughs> obviously, that loves to create, create, create. <laughs> um, so I spoke to my boyfriend and he was obsessed with TikTok way before I was. And he was like, why don't you make a TikTok account? And I was like, oh, I don't know about that one. Like, even though it's such a, it is a bit of a younger crowd, I was like, like I feel 80 on there like I feel <laughs> I feel like I can't join it and he was like no you'll be fine so I started just doing um just videos with just sound and like music and that was it none of my audio or anything like that and then I met a few people for brekkie that were also doing food blogging and they were like oh why don't you add a bit of an audio to your tiktok like explain what you got 
and things like that. And I was like, I have been thinking about that, but I'm too, I'm too nervous. Like I don't want people to hear my voice. And then um, we went to Tonic and Ginger in Frio for my birthday dinner. Yum. Yes. One of my favourite no, places same. in Perth. Have you been yet, Mel? No. Oh. Purely because it's in Fremantle and I can't make it that far, but I will. Okay, I'm going to yes. kidnap you in my <laughs> car <laughs> and take you there because okay. it's amazing. It looks amazing. It's worth the drive. Um, even just stay like somewhere in Frio for the night and just bar hop because Frio's got mm. like the best food spots. Um, we have insist. to we have to come back to that, yeah. yeah. I, I have questions. <laughs> I haven't been to Emily Taylor yet, oh. but I've, yeah, okay. no, you got to go. You got to go. Um, so yeah, I basically that night went home, put all my videos together in TikTok, and I sat down that lunchtime the next day and was like, "Let's just do a voiceover. It's horrendous." I go back and <laughs> listen to it. I was like, "Wow, I've come quite far in the last three months," but. It was still a start and I remember checking my phone after about three hours of it being up and there was like a lot of notifications on TikTok and I was like, oh no, like <laughs> let's let's just get ready to see all the comments and everyone was like, oh, could I bring my kids here? Blah, blah, blah. Like what's the spice like? People were actually asking questions and I was like, oh, hang on a minute. People actually want to know what's going on. So I started responding to the comments and then I was looking and the views just kept going up and up and up and I was like oh wow there's a lot of people in Perth seeing this now and back then it was like I think it was only like 10,000 views but I was like that's a lot of people yeah, that is a lot of people yeah, it is but it started going up and up and I think it reached about 30,000 and then it kind of just it died down but I'd gained like 2,000 followers just from that one video and I was like that's insane like it was so scary but also just such an amazing experience to see all these people flooding in and then I thought, oh, well, I've got heaps of other videos. Should I just keep doing voiceovers? And that's what I kept doing. And then over time, I've just gotten more and more familiar with how it works, you know, what what people like, what people don't like. Mm. And yeah. So did you, you took your Instagram content Oh, you, you took video that was shot for Instagram initially because everyone yeah. was on Instagram and there's loads of food bloggers on Instagram and then you applied that to TikTok. Yeah, so what I used to do and I don't do anymore, I've kind of, I need to get back on the old Instagram game a bit. I'm purely just TikTok at the moment. Oh, it's working for you. <laughs> <laughs> I used to upload to TikTok, have a reel on Instagram, so it would be like the same. But the problem is I was using a software and I can't remember what it was, but TikTok knew that I wasn't recording my audio through TikTok. So it started to just like ban it. So no one could see it. So oh. I was like, oh no. So what I was doing was I was uploading just the one audio to Instagram and to TikTok. So that way then everyone could see it. And some people do that, but I would love to know what they're using because when I tried to do it, TikTok got mad at me. So I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> I won't do that. So yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have TikTok? Yes. I made it with my kids in lockdown. <laughs> And we made some very bad TikToks <laughs> and they're still on private and no one is ever going to see them. <laughs> but we, but as a company, we have one. Yep. Mine Associates has a TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. We, but we're going to get lots of tips off you today <laughs> on how to grow that. TikTok is just, it's, I would imagine it was probably how Instagram was when it first started. Like I was in early high school when Instagram started to peak. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're so young. This is why I was about to say I don't have TikTok because it makes me feel about 95. <laughs> it's so fun though. It's addictive to And watch. you know the other reason I haven't got started one because a few people have said don't do it. It's just a total time warp. It is. Yeah. yeah. Like you'll but never come out again. Belly laughs. That's why yeah, I right. enjoyed it the first time. Yeah. Just belly laughs. It's so just many funny things. Because TikTok for me when I first saw it, it was just people dancing and I was like, I can't dance. I'm mm. not going on there. And <laughs> then I realised that when you make an account and depending on the people you start following, it really alters to 
the kind of videos you want to see. So mine's just now food, like mm. right around the world. Like it's quite does stick to Perth, Melbourne, Sydney, but it seems to also just be kind of a bit of like American videos too. And that just makes me jealous because we can't obviously go to America. <laughs> but I keep like saving them. I'm like, one day I might be able to go there. <laughs> so what advice would you have for businesses considering making the move over to TikTok? Basically first, just do it. Like just actually start one first. A lot of businesses are very scared to do it because um, it is it is a bit of a scary platform. People will be honest on there, which is why when you do put content out, you've got to make sure it's what you want people to know. Um, and I think that's something that you learn over time is like, okay, I won't put that up again. People weren't happy that they saw that or, for example, the robot video of Infrio Spice Market, which blew up and it got like 140,000 views in 24 hours. It People got mad because it wasn't a waitress serving you. And I was like, right. yeah, there's still humans there. It's just a little bit of a novel, novelty, you know? Yeah, so there's tra- you just can't please everyone yeah. in this world. But that I, I guess it's a valid point, you know, that automation is going to take over a lot of people's yeah. jobs. However, yeah, put it in perspective, like you just said, yeah. it's one robot. We've been there and we spoke to many waitresses yeah. and waiters, um, wait staff. Yeah. Um, but the robot was yeah, the attraction. Jasmine's That's why we went like, there. It's just a novelty. You know? But I, like, I also don't think that is a um, product of the platform at all. Yeah. It's people are going to get narky wherever you are. Mm. Facebook is one of the worst. Yep. Oh, yeah. oh my God, the Perth now Facebook is just vicious. Yep. So, yeah, no. so I think the first step would just be to make one and don't be afraid to make mistakes. Like you're going to put stuff out there that just won't perform. There's stuff that I put out there. I'm like, that's so cool. And it doesn't do anywhere near as well as videos where I'm like, oh, that wasn't as cool, but obviously people liked it. Um, so yeah, I think the first step is just to make it and make videos and just see what works. And then you will find that TikTok will purposely grab one of your videos and put it on the For You page and that'll be it. It'll just take off. Like mm, So lots of trial and error. Mm. And I think having a real like certain type of caption that will be kind of a little bit like clickbait, you know, like something that's like, I don't know, a disaster happened in the office today or something like that and nothing actually happened. But it got, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> just something to get people to watch it. I think that's what it really likes. I tend to put something about, you know, like a new gaming arcade in Perth, bam, people are like, oh, well, where is it? You know, like a, a kind of like when you see a newspaper article and it has a real catchy headline, you're like, oh, I want to read that now. Perth um, Now. Perth Now is getting me good lately yeah. with some <laughs> clickbait. And I click through and I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, or the West Drive's been saying when it's really good, like catchy headline, but it's got the little lock symbol next to it. I'm like, damn oh, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, Don't worry, it's probably nothing inside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably all lies. <laughs> um, so yeah, something that's catchy, um, obviously not too clickbait, they don't see anything. But for example, I went to the Winterville at Guildford and I said that it snowed yesterday in Perth and things like mm. that. It got people to watch it. Clever. You know? Yeah. Just I did watch that video and I said to the girls at the office this morning, I want to use a snow machine. You <laughs> did. It's fun. <laughs> that's what she was saying it as I walked amazing. into the office. Like, what? What? What now? <laughs> So yeah, just something catchy and I think any business can probably be on TikTok. It doesn't seem to just be, you know, with Instagram, it has to be quite pretty to Mm -hmm. do kind of well. I think TikTok doesn't really care, you know, it's kind of like if people are going to like it and watch it. Do you have to be funny? Oh no. Okay. No, I'm not funny. That's what puts me (laughs) off. Like, I don't think I'm that exciting or funny or like, 
I don't know. I just think it's all You're pretty funny, videos. Only around people I know. After a few shardies, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you give yourself enough credit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have a podcast. So, I mean, you're doing something mm. exciting. <laughs> yeah, true. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for that pep talk. <laughs> oh, thank you to all our listeners out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I think just starting it and then just finding what works for your business. And people really like seeing the behind the scenes of stuff too. So, even what you guys are doing here, people would like to see that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. BTC TikTok coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, what does an average day look like as a food blogger? Well, same before we started the podcast, I had a Saturday where it seemed like every event in Perth happened, happened to be on the same day. And I was like, really? Like, did no one discuss like what was going on? Um, but yeah, no, every, every event seemed to fall on this one Saturday. But thankfully, I made it to all the events. But that's commitment. I know. <laughs> Actually, it's commitment from your mum who you told me drove you to yeah. all of them. Mum was like, I'll take you. I think mum just wanted to see what was going on. Oh, bless but her. Did she come in as a plus did. one? She did. Oh, that's yes. okay. I thought you just like left her in the car sitting with so the engine I. running. No, 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 no. <laughs> good old mom. Laura Mosley, I think, loved good old Leanne a bit more than me. She was like, I'll oh, bring Leanne to everything. She was great. I was like, okay, mum, do you want to be the new Perth feast? Oh. <laughs> so, no, mum definitely gets in on it. And my boyfriend, Ryan, he loves coming to all the events, you know. So, it is, it's a real fun experience and it doesn't matter how many I go to it's just like wow like thank you for inviting me I'm always like just over the moon and so grateful but it depends on every weekend will look a bit different it just depends on what's on so currently like tonight I have an event there is sometimes during the midweek there will be something on and it'll be like around five o'clock time after work but the weekends the Saturdays seem to be the day where every food thing just seems to be on I think five o'clock on a weekday is a really good time because, yeah. you know, you've got to eat. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're hungry. You've just had a big day and then you're going to yeah. be fed a know. smorgasbord of yeah. a brand from a, va- a brand new venue. Yeah, it's great. Fabulous. And you get to talk to other foodies and everyone's taking photos and you no longer feel like some alien at the food table being like, don't eat that just yet. I need yeah. to take a photo because everyone else is doing it. <laughs> That's true, actually. You'd feel amongst your people. Yeah, you do. I remember the first one I went to and like Ryan was like, why aren't you recording? And I was like, oh, wait, other people are doing it. It's fine. I don't feel embarrassed now. Have so. you got a little food bloggy posse going on now? You've got your, your mates that you always um, go to things with? There's, it's getting easy when you go to events because I found the first one I went to, everyone kind of knew each other. Mm-hmm. And I was getting a few looks of like, who's this person? We haven't seen her before. But now when I walk in, I was like, hi, Georgia. So you, you know your like crowd a bit more now, which is nice. That um, was going to be my next question. Were they welcoming oh, in yeah, the beginning? Oh, they were the best. They were like, oh, come here. Like, do you want to be my like hair model for this? You know, like everyone's <laughs> lovely, you know. Uh, come eat with me. Yeah, no. Is that why you have nice nails? Because you're always the hair model? Well, this is the thing. It wasn't <laughs> until I started my internship and I saw like all the food shoots were going on and I was like, oh no, please don't get my hand in it. Like, hang on, I need to get my nails done. And they're so overgrown. I was like, hope we don't do a shoot this week because my nails are not looking good <laughs> i'm available oh yeah yours are on point i'll give you a call <laughs> and, can i just and come eating. for the food yeah 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 and chardonnay yeah, yeah. great Agreed. Good. it's a date so what what tips would you have for business owners or event managers in appealing to food bloggers what's going to make the difference if say you couldn't have made all those mm-hmm. events on a saturday which one would you have chosen over the others oh I mean, one of them was at night. That was easier. It was at Harborside and it was their second birthday. So that was a bit easier because it was like the nighttime, you know, vibes. I could definitely get there for that. But I definitely will always obviously go to places that I have been to a lot and I really value as a business. So like Zont's Bakehouse, 
I just absolutely adore them. They are just the nicest people on the planet and I will do anything to help them. They're just so lovely. So they had their their soft opening and I said to mum, I will get there at 8am if I have to, just so that I can see them open mm. their store. So we got down there at 8am. They weren't even ready to go yet, but we <laughs> waited. They were stacking all the croissants and I was like, just take your time. It's fine. Like I just wanted to see them open their shop because they deserve it so much and they have the best stuff so I said to mum no matter what happens we have to go there as first um that's glorious because that is authenticity yeah so it's not you're just you're you're just not just a blogger but you're being invited because you've got a big following you're maybe that's true but you're going because you genuinely like the people in the product which is so refreshing they just yeah they're just the nicest people and like I was like no matter what happens, I will be there. So we went there first and then the next event was on at like 10, I think. And that was the Micrology Coffee Roasters in Osborne Park. You must go there. Best coffee ever. I saw that one. Yes, that was really cool. I like the DJ tables. Yes, I know. Looking good. It was like all 70s tunes playing and it was a real vibe. But I guess just making sure that there is a bit of flexibility if someone can't come. Because there is, as you obviously get bigger, you do get invited to more things. And my biggest thing is I want to make sure I, I do attend because they've taken the time to invite you. And that's huge. Um, so I guess maybe obviously the event can't run all day. But just bringing them maybe at a time where you have got a bit of space in the schedule, you could fit someone in to just quickly show them around, you know, that kind of thing. Obviously, every business is going to be different. You can't bring in people all the mm-hmm. time. But I guess just having that that window of, if we want bloggers to come, can we allow, you know, like four hours instead of two just so we can fit a few more people through? Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good tip. Yeah, I think just, yeah, just having the flexibility is really, really handy. And like, obviously, it's like an, when you get an invite, it's kind of like going to a birthday party. It's like starts at 12, finishes at 2. But I guess, yeah, just knowing if you could put something at the end, like no no pressure if you can't make it at that time, we're going to be sticking around a little bit later, you mm. know. And it will, it, as I said, it will vary depending on the business because sometimes when they do have that event, they've got the food already laid out, you know. It really will just depend. Um, but yeah, I, I guess you just make it work, you know. Like if you really want to be there, yeah. you'll make it work. So on that note, would you post on your socials pictures you didn't take? So if you couldn't make it and the business said, yeah, sure, I'll send you some pics if you still wouldn't mind posting about it. Yeah, definitely. So like it's hard with TikTok because I want to show the video, like Mm. the actual what's happened. But with Instagram, that's where Instagram is lovely. You can put stories up, Mm -hmm. you know, you can say, hey, this is happening. They're opening next week. You know, you can still do something to help. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, like it's just even like what you just said, like, would you be able to do that? It'd be good if they said, if you can't come, here's some like, photos videos could you share them around instead because at least then you still feel like you're doing something for them yeah and even you know if you've never sampled the product before they could send you a croissant in a box and here's some pics we took at the event yeah we'd love you to help us promote the opening yeah i think that like yeah like i said just being flexible with any idea you possibly could think of would be you know better than us not doing anything you Mm -hmm. know so and do you have any parameters around businesses you won't promote or products you won't promote or um I mean it I'll always try everything there has been restaurants and stuff I've been to where I just wouldn't put it up because I haven't had a good experience and I had a comment a couple weeks ago and it made me it made me really angry because someone was like why do you only promote positive stuff on here and I was like well I'm not gonna trash a business because I've had a bad experience if it's really bad I'll just send them an email and say hey this happened 
just want to make sure everything's okay because I've been to places where it looks like the team is just run down, you know, and that's not good. So it's sending something in the words of your team look really stressed. Is everything okay? Like, you know, like making sure that it's it's fine on on the back end as well. You don't want to just put it out there and go, I had the worst experience ever. The woman was so rude to me. You know, what's that going to do? Exactly. Just feeding into cancel yeah. culture, which obviously you're into authenticity, positivity, just, and that's a good thing. I don't see the point in doing that. So it's you may so as well nice check in with the team and make sure like, can I come another time, you know, and see it, you know? So I don't think it's, it's not, it's fine leaving a comment maybe at the end of your review saying like, you know, had a great experience, but this could be slightly different because that's fine. That's a nice mm. positive review still. But it's when people just put up, I could say an account, I won't, mm-hmm. that just puts up negative stuff all the time. And it's kind of like, you've got a huge following. Why are you tearing down a, a Perth business? And they're small businesses and staff are so hard to come by at the moment. Absolutely. Hospitality, every industry is struggling, but in particular hospitality is so understaffed. Yeah. Just cut them a break, I think. It's such hard hours too. Like I did my cert too um, in hospo in high school and I worked for our family friend at the Subi Hotel and it was just, it was hard work. Like it was long days. He made sure that I got the full experience and I really appreciate that because it does change your opinion so much because mm-hmm. like you've, we've all been somewhere and thought that wasn't that good. But, yeah. you know, like... Or you'll be like, oh, my food was a bit cold. But it's because so much happens at the back that you just don't even think about. Unless you've actually been there, done that, it's kind of like, oh, maybe they were just having an off night, you know. Mm. There's a reason chefs are absolutely, um, what's the word? Cranky. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just notorious for being super cranky. (laughs) And it's just, it's hard work. You're on your feet nonstop. And yeah, it's just long hours, you know. I remember it was winter and I'd walk in there'd be like a little bit of sun. And by the time I'd walk out, it'd be like pitch black. Mm. I'm like, wow. Like I've been in there all day and I smelt like the most horrendous smell I've ever smelled, just food. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm definitely not going to be a chef, but I'm going to find a way to still incorporate hospital mm. in my life. But yeah. And that experience, I'm sure, has really held you in good stead now. Yeah. Being on the front end, especially even in your work at uh, ARC Group. Yeah, definitely. You know, knowing what goes on behind the scenes is so important. It's also just like... Um, when you do come up with cocktails and things like that, I am always like, oh, it looks so pretty on Instagram. But we all talk and we're like, they couldn't physically do that at a peak time. Yeah. Though. You know, like if you want to make sure that everything's going out perfectly, you couldn't physically have this fairy floss, big bubble thing going on at like market grounds at mm. peak time when yeah. the demons come yeah. rushing in, you know, like you just couldn't do it. Oh, just dropping that in yeah. there. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just couldn't do it. Like, you know, market grounds is so busy. You just yeah. couldn't, you couldn't do it, you know. So you, you've got to be really smart about what you're, what you're putting out in, in order to get like the results, you mm. know. And I think the places I have been where there has been a really cool cocktail, they are like a, they're a smaller bar, yeah. you know, they're in Frio or they're in the city and they can afford to have a cocktail that's, you know, over the top because they're not a really, really busy venue where they've got hundreds of people coming in and out on a Saturday night, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at you, Republican Co. Yes. <laughs> that was, that was, I was like, wow. And then I, I blew out the bubble on the cocktail and the, the bartender was like, you know, no one's ever done that. I was like, what? It's a bubble. Why didn't? Why would no one blow it off the top of a glass? And he was like, no, everyone just taps Pokes it. it. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, okay, well, okay, sorry. <laughs> wow, we knew there was something different about you, Georgia Wiley. <laughs> I was like, I think it would be so much cooler just to blow the bubble. <laughs> and I like it. So that leads me on to my next question because I am also particularly passionate about food. What are your top spots in Perth? What are mm. your... 
I mean, tonic and ginger is still my favourite dinner of the year. Mm. Like, I just was just blown away by that. I thought that was just everything about it was amazing. Just like if you do go, make sure you request to sit up the top so you can see all the beautiful lights because I think it really adds to the experience. Mm. Yeah. Um, obviously, sitting down below, you still see the lights, but when you're up, you almost feel like you could touch them because they're just they're so pretty and it adds to just the whole entire experience of the night is just yeah. how beautiful the venue is yeah the majesty of mm. that's the old synagogue yeah oh. so yes they've I got see. the stained glass Come on, windows you gotta, you gotta i've go got to get there own. okay yeah. fine i'll take a packed lunch and i'll make it yeah <laughs> what, whatever you can sleep over at my house oh, yeah, okay <laughs> okay whatever your plans are on the weekend just cancel them just, just go to tonic and ginger <laughs> okay um but yeah i think tonic and ginger is definitely my favorite restaurant of the year but it just depends on what you're in the mood for with like brekkie like mm. I've had brunch is a hard one. Yeah, so many options. You might be feeling the savoury, but mm. then you might also want something really sweet. So I don't know. Like it just depends on what I'm feeling. Best savoury. That's always I'm going for. I really like Lyca. I think it's Lyca coffee in Lathalane. Mm. I think that's how you say it. I said that in my TikTok. I was like, I don't know if I'm butchering this, but I'm pretty sure it's Lyca. Is that across the oh, road Laker. from... Oh, Laker. Yep. That's yes. Yeah. That's the West Coast Eagles favorite. Yeah, that's one. where Troy yeah. goes. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I there's one right next to it that's really unassuming, but the coffee's better. It's oh. called Kettle something. I have seen Kettle. Oh, yeah, Kettle. No, that's right. where Troy goes. Yes. Kettle. Yeah. Laker right. gets all the vibes. They're probably not gonna like me after this. Yeah. <laughs> they have beautiful food, but the coffee next Ooh, door is okay. Also, because it's the queues at Laker, I can't be bothered. Yeah, well, it was we we'd made a booking. I think it was Mother's Day, so I thought it was just because it was Mother's Day that it was really no, it's really busy. Like that. <laughs> um, but I I remember saying that to someone. They were like, "No, pretty much every time I've been there, it's just been mm-hmm. queues." What about the bottomless brunch trend? That Ooh. seems to be especially people around your age. Yeah. It's everyone's there I don't every think weekend. You can beat a good bottomless brunch. Like, I think the thing that really d- does annoy me a little bit is especially in Perth, people look at the price of it and they're like, oh, $80. No, I'm not going to pay that. And I was like, but you can get so much out of it. Like people forget that one drink may cost $20 if you're mm. getting a cocktail at lunch or something like that. I was like, you can pay $80 and get as many as you want and then you get a three-course meal. Like people forget that food costs money and it costs money to have the people working. Mm. Like there's a Tell reason why it's it, $80, you know? <laughs> I just think it's it drives my like gears. Like why would you not pay $80 to just go and sit there and have like a three-course meal with heaps of drinks. Like it doesn't get any better. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think it's a, it's a vibe, but it does have to be done well still. Like it can't just be like, here's all your food, here's your drinks, bye. You know, like it needs to gradually come What's out. What's the best one you've done? Oh, I don't know. I mean, like I, I, I really do like Scarborough Beach Bar. That's one of the ARCs venues. Mm. I went to one of them and they that was very well done. I mean, I am a bit biased. At least you're, you disclaimed that. Like yeah. it was disclaimer. I also work yeah. there. Um, <laughs> that is one of our venues. And I think it's just, we do we do, do it well. And like it's it's best view in the world. It's off Scarborough Beach. So mm. if you go there on a sunny day, it doesn't get much better. But I haven't, like I haven't done that many of them personally, but I've like, seen people's videos and then people leave comments like why would you pay $80 for that and it just does does my head in I'm like (laughs) you don't understand what preparation goes into that though you know but there are those there's two types of people in the world I've found the people who see food as a waste of money yeah and there are people who like me that you know will think for two weeks about spending $100 on a blazer but I'll go out and spend $100 on a bottomless yep. brunch in like five seconds. Because <laughs> it's the experience. Yeah, the experience I'm all about the experience. Yeah, It's so great it's to go with a group. Like, yeah. 
Have and you guys been to one? Do you what's what's your fave? Where should I go? I've never been to a minimalist brunch. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if it's an age thing. Yeah, but um, Meg, who yeah. used to work in our team, yeah. she was at, at one every single week. She's twenty three. I think I met Meg at Harborside. We had a great time. I was about to say, I'm yeah. pretty sure the one yeah. she did just before she left our team was at Scarborough Beach Hotel, and she said it was one of the best she'd yeah. done. Yeah, no, I met. I think I met Meg the other weekend, and yeah, she she definitely <laughs> would like Baldmas brunch. She's a good time, but like, <laughs> yeah, no, she she said before that she's been to heaps of food spots, and I was like, yeah, but you you work kind of in the similar industry, like it's you just naturally fall into these kind of things, you know. So like anyone that doesn't, that's why you need to pay eighty dollars mm. and go and experience it because it is really really good, but. I'll send you a list of good places. They apparently are very, very good. Excellent. Yes, we'll put a link up in our show notes. Yes, we will. <laughs> so you recently created Perth Chef and Perth Bartender as well. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Very, those? very excited about this. Um, it's definitely still up and running. And once uni decides to leave my life, that'll be great. I can definitely put more effort into it. But basically, one of the biggest things I've found through working and obviously just going out as a blogger is... We take all these photos of the food and the drinks and we're like, wow, it looks so pretty, great. But we've forgotten all the hard effort that's gone out the back and in front of the bar. Brilliant. And who's actually like done the work, you know. Mm, that's so nice. And it's just, I guess it's another way of me giving back to the industry because like, sure, we've got some great publications that talk about the chefs and the bartenders, but it's just another way to add to it of, hey, here's a photo. If you do go to Long Chim, you can meet Owen, you know, like that's the one I've done on my, my Perth bartenders. That's great. Yeah. Is, that's that, is that the guy behind the bar? Yeah. Because I was there two weeks ago and he was so amazing. Yeah, he's just... We sat at the bar and he told us exactly how they made everything. Yep. The um, dehydrated pineapple that yep. they like used to pulp and then they dry it yeah. for day. It was he's, amazing. He's insane. So like, you know, it's just about, it's learning. Like I'd love to be able to go to every restaurant and I know like who the chef is at mm-hmm. the back, what they've done, you know, like what's on the menu, that why they've put it on there. You know, I just think it's kind of like, a dictionary full of all the great chefs and bartenders in Perth that you can go to and be like, hey, when we go to Long Chim tonight, that's Owen, you know, yeah. like it's just, it's Perth is such a small place, which is why it's so important that everyone knows who's put all the mm-hmm. hard work into it. I don't know. It was just something I thought was, it was a good idea and I wanted to make it away from Perth Feast mm-hmm. because Perth Feast is just full of food, but here's the people behind the food and the cocktails. So That's yeah. great because we had Adam from Perth Bartenders yep. um, on recently and he we asked him his favorite cocktail bars and he said I don't go to places I go to people yeah and so, it's so that's true perfect they can follow the best bartenders not necessarily the best venue yeah definitely because you know like I've been to some places that have you know have had amazing write-ups but the service hasn't been great and for me the service is such a big thing because I want to be able to talk to I want to be able to ask questions you know and I think if the service is not there it does it's not a good relationship for the customer and all for the person that's serving mm-hmm. you. You know, you've got to have that good spark there of this is what's on your dish, you know, like this is what's in your cocktail. It's really important to have that mm-hmm. all into one com- combo, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's about people. It's a people yeah. industry. So, Definitely. yeah, um, appreciating those people. Maybe that will take the people who are paying or considering paying $80 for a bottomless yeah. brunch to that next level because yeah. they'll go see Owen or whatever. Yeah. Definitely. If you haven't been to state buildings, I, I hadn't been – before until a couple of weeks ago and I felt like it was a bit of a curse like I should have gone there earlier yeah. you know like you there's just, so much to do yeah there. you Useful. know I just felt like a bad WA person not <laughs> being there I was like how have I been everywhere else but not the state buildings but no there's lots on there that I need to try still but I'm waiting for like special occasions because I feel yeah. like it's a real 
it's a nice place for a date night or, you know, when you just graduate uni, maybe that's where I'll go. <laughs> yes. You know what I would appreciate at Long Jim? A review on every dish and how spicy it is because I'm a sook <laughs> and I had to ask the waitress for Dora, a breakdown. We, we still did as well just because Ryan's not great with spice. Like I, I'm pretty good, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to order something and then he absolutely hates it because it's just not a good experience for both of us. So yep. I said, what would you recommend for someone that's not, not too good with spice but still wants to try a little bit of the, the spiciness, you yeah. know? But yeah, no, I, I do agree with you. They need like maybe like the little, little on the menu, spice little yeah. chilies, mm-hmm. yeah, and then have like, like a an, child, <laughs> have another bro for if you're really bad at spice. Here's like what to believe. Yeah, they can just call that Melissa. <laughs> if you're Melissa Howie, this is for you. The white rice is for you. <laughs> white rice, bit of soy sauce, yeah, <laughs> maybe a garnish. Soy. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why. Like, I feel like you probably wouldn't mind tonic and ginger because it's mm. not it's not too spicy, but it's like a good combo yeah okay. same with emily and taylor are you though. secretly working for tonic and Jim? yeah I'm not, i know i'm so obsessed it's so bad i love the old synagogue because like even laheim the hidden bar oh mm. so much fun i have to go there now no <laughs> cancel all your plans go in there now roger <laughs> so we finish up by asking everybody this question what's the most memorable event you've been to and why i mean i was thinking about this on the way here but I'm going to change it just slightly about my most memorable thing about Perth Feast. And that would be hitting 10K because for me, that was just huge. I remember waking up, knew it was obviously coming, but waking up and actually seeing that, I was like, wow, there's a lot of people to be following just something that I didn't, I was just doing for me, you know, and for yeah. the industry and for people to be coming on and following and like wanting recommendations or saying, hey, can you go here? That beats anything. Just the community that we're growing is just yeah great well done and you're amazing well on your way to your next milestone of 20k (laughs) nearly there i that was like a five-year plan like every every couple of months i go like okay well where would i like to be you know now and what what can i do with that following i don't want to just be a a blogger i want to make sure i'm doing something with it Mm -hmm. how time consuming is it going back to all the people that are asking you questions it's very it's just time consuming in general like it feels like a full-time job at times and i'm not even like that big compared to some people mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it's it's I huge bet. it's just I think if you want to do it right it's time consuming you, I definitely could just leave all those comments yeah but I feel like you know I want to go back and make sure that I've, I've emailed places for people before because mm-hmm. I want to make sure they get Aww. like a response oh, wow. <laughs> it's a bit geeky but I just want to make sure that like everyone you know gets a response back Unless you're just a troll, then I'll just block you. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't want any of those comments on there. You're going to ruin the community, you know? <laughs> well, that's so nice. And that's why your following's growing so much. You can tell it comes from a place of authenticity. Thanks. Really <laughs> wanting to help the market and, and Perth businesses, which is awesome. Yeah, I just think it's it's really important, especially since COVID, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, for sure. It's just knocked the industry so much. And obviously, safety is the number one key, but... The next thing after that is making sure we support local. It's just mm-hmm. so important. And the next thing yeah. after that is your taste buds. Yeah, exactly. Yes, of course. So would we say your top tips are any business can TikTok? Yes, definitely. Be flexible to get bloggers through for a tour. Mm-hmm. So if they can't make your actual event, then just uh, have a backup plan to invite them through and show them through. Yeah, and it's just like like before, like you don't have to be flexible to the point where you're just, you know, being ridiculous now. Like, oh, come back next week, you know, we'll stay back late. Don't, don't ruin your, like your time hours, but just kind of just talk to them as if like they're your friend, you know, yeah. like I love when nice. people are like, hey, Georgia, 
you know, we really love your things. Do you want to come? You want to come in? You know, like I hate when it's a real. And probably because I've studied PR, I hate a real PR message. I'm like, you don't have to talk to me like that. It's fine. Mm. Just send me yeah. a good old, hey, how you going? You know, oh, cute. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah. Um. So share professional pics with a blogger who couldn't make it. Yes, definitely. They could possibly put that content up, and say hi to hospo staff. Yes. Learn their names yeah. via Perth chef and bartender. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hopefully, right. <laughs> I've got a few few interviews up my sleeve, but. Once uni's done, big things are going to happen. Yeah. yeah. We can't wait to see what's next for you. And make sure you go to Frio because... <laughs> I will. <laughs> okay. So where can people find you, Georgia? Um, so Perth Feast on TikTok, Perth Feast on Instagram. I still don't know how those names weren't already taken. It mm. still blows my mind. And then Perth Bartenders, Perth Chefs. Come along, follow it, join in, comment. If you've got anywhere you want me to go because you don't want to go there, I'll, I'll go and check it out. <laughs> nice. Brilliant. Thank you so, so much, Georgia Wiley. Yeah, it's been a treat. Thanks for inviting me. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. Yeah.